Welcome back to Lively Extra, our online bonus segment when 30 minutes is just not enough. Let me reset the panel. Dan McGowan and Maureen Moakley and Billy Hunt. Dan, let's uh, go back to you. Boy, redistricting every 10 years. Has it really been 10 years? And there are these huge battles because the incumbents want to protect their territory. And we got a big progressive wing now that's not too pleased about what's going on. Yeah, and this one's going to be particularly interesting because it's not, for the average person out there, it, it's probably a little in the weeds. If you remember 10 years ago, it was a big deal because David Cicilline was able to, you know, really work Oh, work carve the out that little thing? Yeah. I totally yeah. forgot yeah. about get that. A lot yeah. more, get a lot more of Providence. Yeah. It carried him, and David Cicilline's probably in Congress as long as he wants to be Absolutely. now because of that. <laughs> what's going to happen this time, though, are the little things. It's, for example, the Senate president, Dominic Gregerio, uh, last election, he wins by narrowly 10 points, loses Providence, though. I'll bet you there's going to be a move to move Dominic Ruggiero out of the city of Providence. And more into North Providence. And more into North Providence. Yeah. Look at other places. The, go to the east side of Providence. You have Gail Golden and, and Tiara Mack, both east siders, uh, same overlapping area, both pretty uh, anti-leadership uh, in many ways. Mm -hmm. Good chance you'll see maybe only one Senate district over there. There's going to be a lot of those kind of issues. Forget outside of Providence. Who makes the final decision? Ends up, I mean, it ends up, yeah, ends up being the leadership. You know, there's a vote, but it ends up being the leadership. <laughs> Maureen's like, Hummel, you've been around for how many years? What are you, you know the answer to that question? What are your thoughts? I think I, I, I agree with you. I think there's going to be these minor changes, and I think there's going to be a lot of pressure from the progressives. Um, but, you know, you look at the census data. We, we, we talk, the census came out. And there's a huge upswing in um, Hispanics. Yep. You know, they are, take Providence. They are almost a fourth of Providence. Yeah. And that's going to change. There's going to be demands from that kind of level. Yeah. And, of course, it's Yeah, but where's their voice on the commission? Well, the point is that's up to the leadership. I think, I mean, I think the fact is that they can't, they may be able to do some little thing here and there. <clears throat> but they're not going to be able to blatantly ignore even though they, 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 they get the final call. It's also the first time, right, because 10 years ago, social media was around, but it wasn't the same. Mm -hmm. All these, the, the, the progressives have done a very good job of, <laughs> of, yeah, of, of really making a scene on social media. Mm -hmm. they, they, you know, they get people's respect and, and attention. It's going to be really hard to have those, you know, those carve-outs that, that we can remember from, from past uh, redistricting. So it is going to be harder. Hang I still on, think it'll me, happen. Me, me just, uh, go ahead. One, and one interesting thing is when you talk about carve-outs, <clears throat> the largest carve-out the last time was for Harold Metz. Mm -hmm. It was the most gerrymandered <laughs> district. Yeah, it right. was ridiculous. And the thing is, it was good intentions. They right. wanted to have black representation. Right. Right. So they carved it that way. So sometimes gerrymandering can be And then he eventually went down yeah. in the last election. Yeah. Billy? It's very interesting to see uh, how many former representatives. I think uh, Harold Metz is one. There's another uh, state, former state senator that's on the uh, the commission as well, too, for the redistricting, which, again, it's not surprising, but it shows that the uh, the leadership has a good handle on what's going to actually be happening. I think that the, in my experience with the uh, House districts is they do change a little bit, uh, but it doesn't change the demographics of the district as much. I think where you see a 
lot of the changes are on the, the Senate side, mm -hmm. where it's, uh, the districts are a little bit larger, they mm -hmm. encompass uh, some a larger area. My uh, Senator Wally Felag is a member of the commission as well, too, and I remember in the last uh, redistricting, uh, his Senate district is going to Bristol? Is he into Bristol? He, and Bristol, a little bit of Portsmouth? Tiverton, too. Oh, he's, really? he's all over the place. So when you look at some of these Senate districts, I think that's where you see what you could maybe define as gerrymandering in the state of Rhode Island. Uh, but it, it, for most part, I think it's it's going to be the status quo where uh, situations like, you know, uh, politically connected people uh, firm up their positions and then uh, the rest of the districts is pretty much But Lou Raptakis, always the, always the rabble rouser, he got redistributed. He it was kind of a chop-busting move. They put him in like five or six communities, so he had to go to all those town council meetings. You know, it's used to be, okay, yeah. I'll handle Barrington. He had a little bit of Coventry, he had a little bit of this, and he's like, every night I got to go to a meeting because they, they, I don't know if that was intentional, I think it was. Yeah, I think they done a, They did it in East Greenwich, in other words, the, the, the representative there, she had to go And, to, and Justine Caldwell, right? Yeah. Don't yeah. They, it was a right. G-resource seat, they have to, it goes down into North right. Kingstown. Right, and, right. And just a, you know, just a, I just want to mention it's sort of a national level, uh, this is going to be a huge thing at the national level. Oh, yeah. Huge fights. And one of the things that uh, I remember, just an anecdote, the, the Republicans have made really good, they take, took care of this very early on the yeah. last time. Dick Cheney was in charge of the redistricting, and he sent out messages to states. Pennsylvania sent the plan to him, where they picked up, they created a few more Republican districts. He sent it back and said, I want two more. <laughs> Dick Cheney? Dick Cheney. I didn't remember Two that. more. That is crazy. So the, the battles are going to be yeah. really yeah. fierce. Well, and the, the advantage seems to be for the Republicans, uh, you know, yeah, across right. the country. I'll tell you a fun local story. And, and Billy's right. I think the Senate's where you should really focus on. Remember, redistricting also trickles down to local cities and towns, right? Mm -hmm. Funny story, Providence, 10 years ago, I'm this precocious young reporter, and I hear about a, a, a guy... Uh, in Silver Lake, who wants to be, who, who, who's going to be redistricted to a different place. His name, Jorge Alorza. Mm -hmm. And it's because John Igliozzi, the now council president, oh, did not want Alorza running against him for council. A couple years later, he's the mayor. Now, uh, John Igliozzi is the council president. But what, what was his path? I remember we did our year-end show, and mm -hmm. I remember whenever it was, I said, people to watch. And I said, Jorge Alorza, nobody really knew him. He's a professor at Roger Williams. What was his path? He, he went to a judgeship. He never was on the council. No, he? no, he was, he was a housing court judge. And he was seen as if Angel Tavares had run two terms, I think people would have said, okay, there's your heir apparent. Mm -hmm. um, instead, things went a little bit different. And, yeah, he, he just came up through. And, by the way, he would say, too, that his sort of lack of political skill has been probably his biggest uh, detriment in office. He doesn't like the politics of it. He just likes being the mayor. What are you going to be looking for as this rolls out over the next couple of months and into next year? Well, it's it's really it's it's some of the the, the bigger uh, issues with again Congress uh, seats. Those are the the big issue. What happened with Cicilline last uh, redistricting? Were you surprised we didn't lose a seat? I, I was very surprised we didn't lose a seat. I mean, I think all trends were going that way. I don't know if it was just the uh, I know some of the Hispanic communities were slighted last in uh, redistricting or last census because they didn't feel they were counted appropriately. So I know there was a big emphasis on getting those counted. That's why you're seeing the big increases in Providence and Central Falls and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, it, it, besides, uh, made, what, I think Narragansett and Bristol were the only two that lost uh, population. It was a pretty steady, uh, you know, growth month the, the entire state. Um, that's about, you know, average for what I would imagine uh, the just the natural, you know, 
people moving into the state, especially people moving from uh, New York and Boston coming down to the area because of everything that was happening with the pandemic. And how much did that actually affect the numbers as well? What are you going to be looking for? I'm going to be just looking. I mean, I'm going to be looking at the Senate, as you say. I'm going to be looking at the trimming and how it trims. And I expect there's not going to be any outrageous things. I think they're sitting pretty anyway. I mean, it's not a big deal. We're, you know, they're solidly in control. And I think you'll get a lot of flack from progressives. But I also think you'll see a lot more, given the populations and so forth. Now, just because they're 24% of the population, they're in dense areas. So yeah, they can't be 24, you know, that kind of thing. But I do, I, I would watch on the margins and see what happens as far as that's concerned. Dan, your job is to look at this. What are you going to be looking at? Well, I'm going to make a bold prediction. Oh, here we go. I love it. I think the Democrats are going to control oh, the Rhode cool. Island House and the Rhode Island Senate uh, after this is all done. So it's around the margins. It's, I'm interested in what the progressives are going to do. You want to give do. a prediction on how many libertarians are going to get elected? I'm rooting for Billy, actually. I, I, want, you know, I, want, I want success here. We'll expect a column at some point in the Boston Globe. Folks, that is uh, all the time we have again. Dan and Maureen. And, Billy, thank you for staying overtime, folks. Uh, we enjoy having you every week. We appreciate your loyalty to the show. Come back next week as a lively experiment continues.